it's simple, really. Great stories with a good cup of tea. It's the Tea with Mike show. Welcome to today's episode of the Tea with Mike show, Brandon uh, Kame, who describes himself as a server at Cheesecake Factory and the host of the podcast, Embrace the Journey. Hey, Brandon, and welcome to Tea with Mike. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing good, man. What about yourself? Doing fantastic, you know. Another day in paradise, how people say. <laughs> I've always thought it was interesting when you say how someone's doing and uh, like a solid answer is like, I'm doing great or I'm doing good. But the ones that say another day in paradise, I'm like, um, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> You're right. Let's talk about that for a second. It's a very interesting question and most people only want you to give like a couple of sentences at the max like in in the response to the question but but then in their brain if you start going on into like more detail they're like this person is crazy why did they even think about asking them this question it's a question that people ask but they, they don't want a 30 minute conversation on it well you know what i think it is too because I, I did think about that as well is i think it's um I think it depends where you're at. Like for instance, if I'm out and I'm busy, like I'm running errands and I'm doing all that stuff, and I say like to someone, hey, how you doing? And then they start telling me everything. I'm like, I, I totally understand I asked how you're doing, but it's like, I got places to go. Like, if, but if I'm, if I'm in a more of a, um, if I'm in a more like, what is it? What's the setting? More, I guess you like in a setting with friends and stuff like that, and you okay. then you ask, Hey, uh, how you doing? Like, I personally, me, I genuinely want to know, like, how they're doing. Yeah, it's definitely a food for thought. I gotta ask because I, I like to ask the questions that nobody else asks on uh, the Tea with Mike show. So I, I've got to, I've got to know, uh, what's your favorite type of cheesecake? Okay. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting is it's not even a cheesecake the one that i like it's a linda's fudge cake so it's completely chocolate and then it has fudge on top with uh, chocolate chip cookies on the back side of it um that thing is my favorite now if i had to pick a cheesecake <clears throat> it would be our white chocolate raspberry truffle that one solid <laughs> and how much cheesecake do you kind of eat a day <clears throat> how much cheesecake not much i try to stay away just because it's it's a lot of calories like if you've ever been to cheesecake and you see the calories <clears throat> for a single slice of cheesecake you're looking at like over a thousand calories just how they put that many calories in a freaking cheesecake a slice i don't know and what interested you kind of about applying for a job at a place that serves uh, cheesecake i don't think it was mainly i never looked at it as like oh they got cheesecake i'm gonna apply there i looked at it just like a it was a step up from where I was at. Um, I was at Olive Garden prior to that. And so I was like, well, Olive Garden didn't have outdoor seating, therefore we weren't really getting much clientele or anything like that. So I was like, I need to go to a restaurant that has outdoor seating and then one that's gonna be a step up. And so Cheesecake was that place. So then I ended up going there. What are some of your favorite things about working at a Cheesecake Factory? <clears throat> uh, my favorite thing is I don't work there anymore. <laughs> nice. I, I left uh, recently and I went to another restaurant, more of an upscale restaurant. Um, probably 
either equivalent or a slightly step down of a, like fine dining. It still is a nice restaurant. We get a lot of different celebrities that come through there. Um, we had Steve Carell eat there the other day. Uh, so a lot of great people come through. Uh, the food's amazing too at that restaurant. So. So when you go to a new, a new job, do you, do you, in this particular area, do you, do you set yourself a time limit on how long uh, you're going to be there? What are you ultimately kind of looking for? Is it just new challenges uh, constantly? And it's when you don't feel challenged that uh, you need to find a new environment? Yeah, that's a great question. No, it's always been for me, um, which, I mean, I'll explain a little because just by saying this, people may think a certain way is it's always been for me uh, how to make more money, like how to make more income and, and do all of that. Because at the end of the day, like the more income you bring in, the more like the better your life becomes. Now, there's a fine line with money because I know there's a lot of people out there who think like money is the root of all evil and money doesn't make you happy. And it's true, like money <clears throat> at the end of the day, like you need to be happy with yourself even without money. I get that. But like yeah, you just need money to be able to uh, go, do the things you want to do. Maybe eat at restaurants more often if you like. Maybe uh, move into a nicer place. Like I just re and we were talking about this. I recently moved into a nicer place uh, in the Glendale area and well, in California, and uh, and like I love it. It's it's definitely nicer than where I, I've ever lived or I've been. But it's like that was all due to working hard and. Uh, being able to bring in more money where I'm at now I would tell you <clears throat> if I was still working at cheesecake I would not be able to live here <laughs> like because it just wasn't enough and now where I'm at now it definitely brings in enough so uh, and then now even though I'm working at this great place like I'm growing um, or trying to grow my social media and really grow that because I want to take uh, my level of income level of success to the next level and I constantly strive to grow and to to get better and all that stuff. So I wouldn't say there's a time frame. It's a matter of like, is it taking care of the things that I want taken care of? Now, what were some of your favorite things to do kind of growing up as a child and why? Favorite things growing up, uh, I like to play sports. I like to stay active. Uh, I was the class clown in school. So Me I too. may have not. Were you really? I was indeed. <laughs> Two class clowns. I don't know what happens when you put them both together. No idea. Oh, it is chaos. So like, yeah, I wasn't um, wasn't the smartest in school. I wasn't like I, I didn't really focus on my grades. I focused on making people laugh in class. So it's like that's what I did, and I guess that was my calling, making people laugh. So like, fast forwarding to today, like. That's what I do now. That's what I enjoy is like ma like making videos to make people laugh and all that kind of stuff. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, I've always known, especially when I was younger, that um, I wanted to be successful in some way, shape, or form. Even if I wasn't so good in school, I just knew I was going to take a different route. And so <clears throat> that's kind of what I did. But going back to things I did as a kid, yeah, played sports, hung out with friends, um, and... Yeah, I don't know. I just enjoyed laughing, and now I make it a day. Now I make it a a point to make people laugh, like on the daily, whether I'm out uh, shopping, whether I'm out really doing anything. Because I don't know, you just never know what someone's going through, and then if you're able to bring that laugh, that smile, whatever, it's like cool. It it changes 
uh, I don't know, some stuff in their body. Nice. And I haven't actually genuinely thought about it, but like every time I'm with somebody, I, I, I do try and uh, make them laugh. So I think laughter is uh, very powerful and the world really? definitely uh, needs more of it. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think laughter, I mean, happiness is one thing for sure, but I feel like laughter can for sure be a medicine. And I read this somewhere. I haven't done more research into it, but I'm going to stick with it. Is saying that laughter or like laughing can allow you to live longer. I'm like, well, I'm going to laugh the rest of my life. So so we'll just laugh for the, the rest of the podcast. Yeah, no, <laughs> happy, it's a different energy in you. I don't know. Interesting. Maybe it just makes you feel younger. I don't know. That's right. <laughs> and, and, and so would you take your, your kind of like philosophy of uh, trying to brighten uh, someone else's day through laughter and even optimism uh, to your places of employment? Uh, I would think so. Like when I'm serving my tables and having a good time with them and talking to them. And yeah, when you can really connect with someone and make them laugh and uh, take care of them from a service standpoint and all that, like, um, it just helps you, helps you at the end of the day. It also, I mean, may help them as well with whatever, um, I don't know, it just brightens up their day, but <clears throat> I do that. I'm also a huge giver. I love giving. So, uh, the more income I bring in, the more I tend to give away. I, I, I kid you not. I went to like Carl's Jr. the other day when I haven't been to Carl's Jr. in forever. And they had these like French toast sticks or whatever and tried them. They were amazing, whatever. And, uh, I literally, I legit tipped the guy like 20 bucks. Like I just like the guy at the window, like they don't normally get tips at all, but I gave him 20 bucks. Cause I'm like, here you go. I'm like, here's your night. He's like, are you sure? I was like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no worries. He's like, thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know. I really like the more money I make, trust me, the more money I'm going to be giving away. So I just, like giving away maybe not the smartest financial move from like the financial experts but it's like dude i'm just here to have fun i'm here to make a good living good income and then on top of that be able to give away make people smile make people happy make people laugh boom smile happy laugh i'm gonna put that on something smile happy laugh great i know you just touched on it but it may be like 30 seconds or so uh, what were some of your least favorite and least favorite subjects in school least favorite 100% history history 100 I know a lot of people are like oh I love history which I do now I have appreciation for it as far as like watching the war movies or the things that happened back then uh but having to take those history tests and knowing like 19 this or 1873 this is when the bridge was created in the middle of nowhere I'm like this stuff is not it so history for sure uh what else? Science. I didn't really care for science either. Like biology stuff. I'm like, <clears throat> the literally only thing I remember from like biology class and learning all that was, uh, there was, I don't even know what it means, but it's, it's something called symbiosis. And oh, yeah. so as I still remember the day I heard that and everything in high school, I have a dog named Simba. He's actually right here. I know the audience can't see him, but you, you can. So nice. He's right. And, um, yeah, so I named him Simba. And so when I heard that word, I'm like, oh, my little symbiosis right here. <laughs> That's like the only thing I probably remember from that. But yeah, science, history. Um, <laughs> I was, my favorite class was art. 
<laughs> or culinary when you made, you made little things out of clay. Today's tea fact uh, for the episode is this fact will blow your mind, especially if you're not a tea farmer. Most of the tea producing plantations are, lo are located in places that have an altitude ranging from 3,000 uh, to 7,000 feet above sea level. And that comes from topictea.com slash blogs slash tea dash blog slash 30 interesting facts about tea. Now, now I'm going to say, if I remember, based on our previous conversations, that you prefer coffee over tea, right? Uh, I definitely don't drink coffee. Coffee just does not sit well with me. And then also, I just figure I already have a lot of energy as it is. So like people will be like, how do you have so much energy? I'm like, it's just a natural energy. I'm like, I don't need that fake energy, which is like coffee, energy drinks, anything like that. And having that natural energy is going to probably the thing that helps you stand out from the competition and over time help you get to that happy place and that place where you want to get to. I always try to stay positive. I always try to stay growing, moving forward. But yeah, actually here, I'm going to say this on the podcast. There's a poster that are that it's not even a poster. It's like one of those kind of uh, quote things or whatever that's on like a wooden thing, whatnot. <clears throat> you hang it up. Well, I hung this up in my restroom at my last place. And this thing alone is what inspired me to do the move into a nicer area, nicer place, and then just push myself to grow as a person. This is what it was. <clears throat> if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Ooh. So that has really, and that continues to push me. It's like, like the times that it gets hard and things in life is like, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. It doesn't mold you. It doesn't shift you into a different path that are going to make you better to be able to achieve those things you want to achieve. So that's a really good point because I know in the past uh, I've got stuck at certain moments in my life thinking this is the best that I'm going to be when there's actually because because you get used to a routine, right? It takes a long yep. time to learn a certain a routine, and then when you get comfortable in the routine, you don't want to break that comfort level. Yeah, and I honestly hate the word com comfortable the only time i like comfortable is when i'm laying in my bed and i'm like this is comfortable <laughs> so that's the only time other than that to say i'm comfortable in my life absolutely not like there's i just it doesn't sit well with me i'm just like it's gross like i i gotta keep moving gotta keep doing things uh gotta be on to the next if i'm truly being honest this is a little deeper and whatnot but if I'm truly being honest, the reason I am doing everything that I'm doing and that I'm working so hard and all that is eventually, I mean, I'm 25. Eventually I plan to have kids and stuff like that and have a family. So what I envision and what I wanna have control of is <clears throat> when I do have kids, I wanna be that parent or that dad that's able to go to all their, their practices, their games, especially their performances because I've been like in performing for a while and I've been times where like parents can't show up because they're at work or whatever the case. So it's like, I'm truly <clears throat> trying to make all this money and trying to make all this success to have. And a lot of people are like, Oh, you're just about the money. It's not the case. I don't care about the money. Money su like supplies everything. I'm fighting for freedom. I'm fighting for freedom of time. I'm fighting for that the ability to be anywhere and do anything that I want to do, or especially if my family wants to do like, Hey, we go to Disneyland or, Hey, we go to this. Like, can I get this? Like 
sorry, like we can't. And in the back of my head, we can't afford it. I don't want to be in that position. Like I, I want to, I want to be in a position like, yeah, I get it. Like, that's fine. doesn't mean I'm going to spoil them with everything because they got to work for stuff, but like, especially to be there for their performances. I think that's all I picture is them performing like on the stage and me being able to sit in the audience and watch that and not have to worry about, Oh, I have to call out or I have to talk with my boss. Like, no, like, just think about it. Like you have a boss controlling your life, the, like the rest of the time. Like it just sucks. Like controlling what you're able to do with your family, what you're not, if you're not able to get that day off, you're not able to go anywhere. Like absolutely not. So I'm really working hard now. Cause it's just me. I mean, um, I'm just doing what I'm doing, but it's like to be in that position, that's ultimately what I strive for. And then on top of having that freedom, you still best believe I'm going to be given a lot. I already told, I already said, if I'm, the more money I make, the more money I'm given. It strikes me that you're really trying to go for happiness and uh, finding that balance, but at the same time, you're not, you're not afraid to uh, work hard and fight for what you want. Yeah, for sure. 100%. What, what were your aspirations growing up? So <clears throat> growing up, I wanted to, I just knew the simple stuff. Like I'm going to go to school for business. Uh, and like, I mean, that was the whole goal. Like going to school for business because with business, you can go and pursue anything you wanted to do. I still knew I didn't want to work for someone the rest of my life. <clears throat> Even while doing all that, I just didn't know what I ultimately wanted to do. So I was like, okay, great. If I get a business degree, that could shape into really anything that I want. Um, then I was going to school learning about business and I'm like, honestly, this is just not for me. I'm like, I could probably be learning this from someone else. Uh, I ended up getting into life insurance and selling life insurance probably when I was like 21 or so for about two years. And that surrounded me with a lot of very successful people and very, I believe had a big impact on my life as far as being surrounded by them because it really changed the way I thought it really changed the way everything. And this is at 21, 22 years old. So it started to change and I'm like, ultimately I'm still going to find success, but I'm going to do it on my own. I don't need school. And what the thing I will say about school is I'm not against it at all for people going, obviously you got, especially some careers, like you got to go to school. There's no way you're going to get surgery from a guy who's like never opened a book. Like I don't definitely, there's no way. So it's like for sure there are things you need to go to school for, but to create your own success, to do business, all that stuff, like it's not necessary. I feel like you'd learn a lot more uh, from mentors, from people who've done it. But and like if you learn and then actually apply, like you're on to something. So it's like again, I'm not completely against school, but it's like do what. This is what I'll say about school: do what works for you. Not influencing you to go to school or not to go to school. Just do what works for you. And so just going back a few moments ago, it sounded like you were talking about kind of surrounding yourself uh, with the right people. And then I would presume that you believe in you're the average of the five people that, uh, that you spend the most time with. Uh, I do. I do for sure. You know what's interesting about that too? is I'm continuing to grow that, that circle and all that stuff as far as um, the people I hang out with. Um, I think here's one thing I will say about that is even like, I don't surround myself with any like negativity. Like I'm very like my friends and the people that know me, they like me cause I'm very straight to the point. I'm very cutthroat and I'm very like, I don't, um, I don't sugarcoat anything. 
they come to me a lot for like specific like things straightforward. They know I'll tell them the truth because like that's what I, I hate talking to people and them sugarcoating stuff or saying things or empty promises. Like I just I can't like I if I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, if I'm going to do something like then I'm going to be there. Like unless something absolutely comes up and we got to do something else and sure. But <clears throat> like, yeah, I, I don't know. That's what I pride myself on is just being straight to the point. So with that my group of friends right now, I wouldn't say, I would say I'm the most successful in with my group of friends. So thus, technically, I should look for another group in a sense, right? Like you find the people because they say, right. you're the smartest person in the room, you need to go to a different room because like you're, you need to be able to learn and grow. So with what I'm doing, I see myself definitely growing into those larger spaces of like people who are doing a lot more than me to inspire me, but I'm, I will say to the people listening or who decide to listen is don't let the notation of it's the five people you surround yourself with dictate. Well, that's not, that's why I'm not successful is because I'm not hanging around the right people. You want to be around the right people, but if your circle is not the right people, you still should be working hard. You should still be finding success on your own. And here's the thing with that is those people you're around, hang out with them less or don't, don't whatever, or if they're negative or if they're pushed, anyone who's been negative or who's putting down anything I've done, I've just cut them off. I don't even talk to them. Like, I don't care. Like you do your thing. I'm going to do my thing. Like I literally just don't care. So, um, that's what I would say. And then continue to grow that circle and get into a bigger influence of people who are going to inspire you and challenge you to do better. But if you don't have that circle right now, that shouldn't be an excuse on why you're not successful. It's like, well, I don't have the right people around. Okay, well, that's up to you to determine. You either hang out with them less and find the people who are going to inspire you, or you continue to do the same thing you're going to do. So, and I think that's actually, the more I think about it, the way to go is, like from a professional standpoint, surround yourself with people that are kind of aligned with you in that particular aspect. But then also have your core group of friends that, that you can hang out with, have a beer, have a laugh. Because it, it, it's important not to go 100% one way or the other because then you're going to get that that balance, which is right from a mental health uh, perspective too, right? There's there's times for sure. There's times you want to like enjoy, relax. And like again, the, the, there, there can be technically negative people of like your friends making fun of you and you making fun of them. Like... It's just that bond you have. And I learned that uh, like earlier because I cut out everyone. I cut out all of my friends. So when I did life insurance, I didn't talk to any of them. I was only in my new group of, of friends. And then when I got out of it, I came back and started to associate with some of them again. And I realized, like, yeah, I do like miss that kind of friendship and stuff. Like Even though, again, they're not like blowing out of the seams like with all of this like um, stuff they're trying to do, it's like still enjoy again, like you said, going out for a beer, going out for a drink and just it's it's having just a different core uh, group of friends. In kind of the show description of your podcast, uh, which is called Embrace the Journey, uh, you say everyone has a journey and we want to know more about it. We always yeah. look forward to the destination but embracing the journey is part of the fun. So therefore, can you tell us about your journey from high school to now 
kind of what you have embraced about the journey and what it has taught you kind of along the way. Coming out of high school, I was still kind of trying to find what I wanted to do. I, I thought I thought I wanted to be an actor and all of that kind of stuff. Me too. And I'm going to, you, you did too. So I, so to take kind of a uh, sidetrack a little bit with that acting is now with everything that I'm doing, like people will say like, dude, you should be an actor. You should do this, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't know. Like I enjoy making the videos. I enjoy acting in them, but I'm not in a sense like trying to be the actor that goes out for auditions that does like the traditional acting. What I'm trying to do is build my platform and do what I want to do. It's almost like the, what is it? The disaster artist or whatever, where he says, I don't wait for Hollywood. Like I make my own thing. It's like, that's, that's, it's like, I don't, like if Hollywood wants to bring me in later, great. But like, I'm not going to wait for them to be like, you're the right role. You're the perfect dimension, face structure, nose, lip, eye combo that we're looking for. It's like, there's no way I'm doing that. What are some of the uh, skills that you've learned from um, having a podcast? The persistence it takes to get guests on. That's number one. Uh, number two is being able to have genuine conversations and just being genuine, uh, with people. Um, I did a lot of research into the podcast as far as like, how can I make it better? And I started watching people who were pretty good at interviewing, whether it was Larry King, uh, Conan O'Brien, whoever I, I felt like who just had natural conversations. And one of the things Larry King had said is, um, I think he said this on someone else's podcast, uh, Lewis House's podcast. He said, uh, you just have to genuinely be interested in the person and what they're saying. Like, that's it. Like, just truly fall into that and be interested in what they have to say and go from there. But, yeah, so that's – I learned a lot. I met a lot of great people. Um, Again, I plan to bring it back soon. I mean, not – sorry. Not soon. I plan to bring it back eventually. Don't know when that's going to be because, as you can tell, I freaking time is, like, (laughs) cut already. But um, if Cause I you keep, bring because you keep locking yourself out of your apartment, that's where the time's going. Yeah. No, <laughs> not doing that again. But um, yeah, so I think when I do bring it back, um, I probably will take it audio, like specifically just audio as well. Uh, it's a lot less work, video wise and everything, with YouTube and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see where it goes from there. But um, as of now, it is on hold. And is that purely just like based on all of the priorities that you've got going on kind of personally and professionally? Basically, like I just have because here's the thing and I'm a believer in this and well, I feel like it's true is when you have your hand dipped in so many baskets, you're not really focused on like the one that matters. So I try to not do too many things at once. I used to, but it's just you don't go anywhere like you you just do you get a little bit of a lot. Like, it doesn't do much for you. So if I'm doing the podcast, if I'm working, if I'm uh, making videos and like all of that stuff, it's like, it's just getting, everything's getting a little bit of attention. I want my videos to get a lot of attention. And actually to speak on that, uh, I had one video recently hit 1.7 million. Nice, dude. Yeah, congrats. Like, thanks. But yeah, so there's that, and then I have another video doing pretty well, and it's just consistently just posting and being consistent, all that stuff. So 
Do you, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you remember the feelings that you got when, when it hit one million? I don't know. Did you wake up and it was that one million? Was it something that happened super fast or it, was it over a period of time? It was over a period of time. Um, it hit a million while I was at work. I saw it really blowing up and I was just like, wow, it's going to cross a million probably by the end of today. And it crossed a million like halfway through the day. And then I woke up this morning, uh, when I went to bed, it was at 1.2. And when I woke up this morning, it was at 1.6. So I'm pretty confident it's going to hit like two, like for sure. Um, because people were commenting it on left and right. And it, it's so funny as far as why it <coughs> why it blew up. People, all right, so it's at 1.7 right now, yeah. Uh, people, <coughs> so it was, it was a video about Panda Express and basically saying, like I, anytime I go to Panda, I feel like they give me a lot. Like, like the, the thing is hard to close everything. Like it's a lot. And like, I've seen them put like a lot into a small box, everything, whatever. So I was showing that they give large portions. Literally all the comments are not my Panda. I don't know what Panda you go to. My Pandas are stingy. There's no way. This is a lie. This is this. So it's like, it's a whole bunch of people just saying that a couple of people saying, yep, that's my exact order. That's what I get whatever but majority of them are all like not my panda like so i was responding to a lot of them at this point i stopped because i'm just like what what else am i gonna say you're gonna yeah. use my panda like <laughs> okay <laughs> so we're gonna obviously need a little uh, demo so i was thinking maybe uh, you could introduce yourself in the voice of mickey mouse <laughs> Uh, you want me to introduce myself as Mickey Mouse or as Brandon? Either words. Just give All us right. a little demo. Yeah. Ah, gee, pal, it sure is wild to meet ya. It's, it's me, Mickey Mouse. This is my dream, and I look forward to seeing you real soon. Miska, Muska, Mickey Mouse. Oh, man, that was amazing. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but it would be fascinating if you, if you could do it for like an entire day. Oh my goodness, that'd be, that'd be... Ah, gee, pal, it's me, Mickey Mouse, and we're on the podcast Tea with Mike. Love it. Uh, definitely using that for promo. promo. <laughs> and, and then tagging Disney and you, you know. <laughs> what? And then, and then I'm going to tag you and Disney. There you go. Tell Disney they're slacking. Give me a... Give me a contract for something for Mickey Mouse. Like, give, give the guy who's doing Mickey a break. I'm like, I got him. Send him on vacation. So, so is this a talent, like, show people all the time? Or do you keep it locked up for special occasions? Here and there. Special occasions. But sometimes it's just when you meet people and, and stuff like that. And if it goes into that kind of direction, like, I'll sometimes bring it out a little and just say, like, I'll, like, mention it a little bit. And then they're like, well, you got to do it. It's because it makes you stand out. And then especially it ingrains people into into their head of like, oh, Brandon, like that's the dude who does Mickey Mouse. So it's like it allows them to remember you <coughs> even further. So here and there, cool little party trick. See, one of your goals is to kind of uh, give back to uh, to the world. So maybe at kind of what age or is there a specific moment when you kind of uh, decided to make this a vision for yourself or... or... As f I mean, growing up, I mean, I'll be, I'll say like that, and this is kind of backtracked a little, is like, I wasn't, we never really struggled 
like growing up as far as me, but I also didn't have it all. I did hear a lot from parents like, oh, like not now or maybe later or this and this or like <clears throat> my parents did the best they can like possibly do with what they had. And so, um, yeah, that, I mean, starting from that age, <clears throat> I just knew, <clears throat> I mean, if you think about it, if you even look at the facts, like most marriages end because of money. So it's like a lot of the people who say like money isn't this money is that it's like, dude, money. Okay. And then this is what I'll say too, is like, if money's not for you, then who is it for? If you have everything you need, then who can you give money to? Who can you help? Does your church need it? Does your family need it? Who? <clears throat> the people who are against money? Oh, like, I, 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 I don't need, I don't, I can't, like, I'm hearing a whole bunch of I, like, you don't need. Great. Well, who does need? Like, so that's just huge for me, too. And I don't know. I'm just, I want, I want to obviously be, be successful in my own realm, but I want to be able to, <clears throat> Uh, make other people smile and give them those random acts of kind, like uh, kindness and all that stuff. And honestly, I kid you not, anytime I'm in line at a at a grocery store and like I'm in like in front of me, maybe like uh, a mother and her kids or whatever. <clears throat> and sometimes it looks like <clears throat> they may not have the money or whatever the case may be. I'm always ready to pay for that whole thing. Like, it's crazy, but it's like, I'm always ready to be like, oh, here, just put it on mine. Like, we'll take care of it both. But like, they end up finding whatever they need, either the more cash or the more whatever to pay it. But if ever that's a scenario, like, I will gladly pay that, like 100% and be like, oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, enjoy your day. But 100%. So, yeah, I don't know. So I'm curious, what do you kind of do to look after your physical and mental well-being on a daily basis? Uh, I try to take care of my body here and there as far as with um, like the, yesterday I went to the chiropractor. Um, I try to I do get a lot of massages. I try to uh, because there's just so much tension built up. Um, haircut. I need I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. So like that obviously makes you feel some type of way. Uh, other than that, I don't do I need to start working out more again. I did do it for a whole three month period where I saw a lot of success in that. But um yeah, as of now, I just kind of when I come home, it's my time to relax and just just kick back. And then uh, I just plan for the next day. But all I'm just thinking about is like <clears throat> growing, growing, growing. And then I already know the more I make, the more I'm going to be able to give. So that's my ultimate goal. So that and then I've been just associating with other awesome people. So kind of next for you both personally and professionally personally is um let me see well let's go professionally professionally is going to be continuing to grow on social media and really making a name for myself there and establishing myself uh being able to get sponsorships and all that kind of stuff like the amount of money that sponsorships have potential to bring in like i could give back so much like i i'm literally that's what i think about is like <clears throat> Again, I want the money to be able to take care of myself, but my goodness, what I could do with ten to twenty thousand, like holy! I may just start paying for people's groceries stuff. Like, just, <laughs> nice. Afford it and be like, there you go, little, little nice little gesture, like, like or that or this. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just really want to grow that presence. Um, and then personally. 
I just, I don't know. I want to be able to spend more money on my well-being. I want to be able to go to more massages, more different kinds of therapy, leg, feet, whatever. Like, <clears throat> I want to get the therapy a freaking athlete gets. Those things, those guys are always, and the guys and girls always at their top performance. It's like, they're seeing so many different people that take care of their body. I'm like, that's what I want. That made me chuckle. But that's a good answer, though. At least you're being honest. Put it at extreme because I'm not performing in any way, shape, or form as they are. But I just want want to be able to take care of myself. I don't want money to be a problem ever with me or my family. So if that's going to be the case, then I will be the one to make that happen. Okay. And so what's one piece of advice that you would like to give to someone? <clears throat> uh, never give up. Keep um, pushing forward. Things do get better. And if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And, f- and finally, who's one person that you would like to see on the tee with Mike Pop? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> um, what goes down? I'm a true believer in um, the more that you t- talk about something, the more that you put it out there in the universe. Increases your chances eventually of something cool happening. Even if it's not that, it, it might be something c- come from something else that only happened because of this other event, right? Or this other goal. And all, all that's left to be said is thank you, Brandon, for being on the Tea With Mike podcast. Thank you, Mike, for following up and being on top of me. <laughs> we get this episode done, but it's always fun uh, being able to talk to you and just go over different things. So I, I, knew, I knew it was going to be a fun experience and everything. So appreciate it. Appreciate your time. And, you know, in the next couple months or whatever, We'll uh, see where I'm at then, and we'll have another follow-up whenever you like. Yeah, that, that, that is something that I want to get, like, kick-started is, is catching up with all with all the other people that have been on the podcast and and see where they are now. And it, it won't be, it, it'll but it'll be super short. It might be, like, five, ten minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I appreciate it. appreciate your time for sure. Cool. All right, everyone. Uh, this was another episode of the Tea with Mike show uh, with Brendan Kame. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. And as you know, there's plenty of other stories uh, from people around the world at uh, teawithmike.com. It's the Tea with Mike show.